Hello, welcome to Batch Slapped. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And hello, everyone. Hey. It's been a week. It's been a week. Has it been a week? What's happened? I feel like this week went by very fast. I have no concept of time anymore. Me neither. Like, what is time? It's weird. I don't know. Once you're 30. How is it being 30? Do you feel different? Um, I forget which podcast we're on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I feel. Yeah. I just turned 30 last Thursday. And she gave a whole thing on Diet Starts Tomorrow about it. So if you guys want to hear yeah. about Aileen's 30 adventures, 30 year old adventures. It wasn't really much of an adventure. It was more of like an emotional roller coaster <laughs> where it's like I was very like the anticipation of turning 30 is way more dramatic than actually turning it because nothing happens, you know? It's it's like the day before, though, I was walking through the streets and I'm like, this is what I'm going to remember as the last day of my 20s. Wow, <laughs> as people do in movies. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I'm fine. Like, everything is fine, you know? Can, can I ask you a question that... And tell me if you experience this like uh-huh. you know how like your birthday is like such a special day and like you just feel so special for the day and it's yeah. just a nice positive feeling on your birthday uh-huh. and then you like wake up the next day and it's over yeah isn't that the worst feeling it's 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 kind of like oh <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's really sucks. as far as the feelings go it's just like well no well, that's over for yeah. me rusty's birthday is three days after mine so he steals More my excitement. thunder no he steals my thunder oh okay <laughs> um so to me, it's fine. just very depressing waking up when it's not your birthday anymore. Um, yeah, I like to be. Here's the thing. It's like I like sent, being center of attention, but I hate it at the same exact time. It makes me feel so uncomfortable. But at the same time, I want it. Yeah, I get that. I don't know how totally. to, you know, like when it's like your part that I'm very scared for our, um, my wedding because of the, these emotions. that I might have to take beta blockers um, <laughs> because of just like the nerves that yeah. you experience of just like people are going to talk to me. Well, I think in, the, in those situations, like the last time I've had a, a, been the center of attention like that was like our book party. Uh-huh. And but I you feel share like those it things though. Are, it's different. Right, right. It hasn't been not shared. Well, you share it with your husband. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Well, yeah. But it's, but even if it's not shared, like you're still the, even, even though it's shared, you're still like, yeah, you're still, equally like excited like there's so much excitement around you like you basically just talk to people the whole time and then it ends yeah well people have been giving me advice well speaking of brides we just wanted to bring up that we have launched a new amazing content vertical as we say in the industry but really it's just like a whole new thing it's called betches brides and where we talk about everything bridal just like everything and we cut the shit through like what the wedding industry is and and is you guys helped me find my venue on instagram story yeah. already so yeah. tune in so you don't miss more fun things like that more fun shit go at betcha go to at betcha's brides on instagram and you could just go on our website and you can click weddings to see all of our amazing articles we're going to start launching like bachelorette guides we're like for various popular cities and then maybe start doing unpopular cities um we're just gonna we're just gonna do like a lot of cool shit that a lot of people have been asking for for a while a lot of people have been Been asking asking for the itinerary of our columbia trip no genuinely they have no i know like a lot of people have so many and that'll be up there that's gonna be one of the articles and then other bachelorettes that we go on mm-hmm. in the future like we're gonna post Aileen's bachelorette we're gonna yeah. post maybe our other friend's bachelorette if it's in a different city so yeah I would love to do a I don't know have I said where I'm going I don't want to say but wouldn't it be fun to like for people to guess oh yeah guys guess where we're going for Aileen's bachelorette yeah. DM me unless we've said it yeah. I feel like we might have said it I have no memory of life I don't think we've I think we may have said it on a different podcast but Okay, yeah. so start your scavenger hunt now. Wait, maybe I can also ask for suggestions for for yours for mine. Well, 
okay, I'm basically trying to do like a ski out west. Well, everyone's gonna say type situation. No, but vale. so there's a few options, but I want to hear from people who actually Park been City. on one or if they've or I've if they themselves. Me either. I've never been on one. I don't know anyone who's been. I've on never one. spent skiing. I know out one west. person. Me either. I know one person who's who did a bachelor in Park City, but it was in the summer. I want to do That's it in the fun. winter. So if anyone has suggestions for a non out insanely expensive location yeah. that's DM. fun and not like too much. DM, DM Sammy or DM at Betcha's Brides. Yes. Um, so, but yeah, we're, we're just going to be like following along our whole journey of we just st- I just started like working out the live method, um, which has been I already went on one session and I'm literally so sore like I went yesterday. But just just it'll be fun. Follow along. Follow um, along our journeys to find love. But anyway, now that I'm 30. <laughs> She's much more mature now. You're right, though. It's just sort of like an oh, uh, well, whelp. You know how like that you type that out? Yeah. Like, whelp. Yeah. Like that's how it feels. It's sort of, it's fine. It's not a big deal, but I like put, put it on a pedestal. I get it. Yeah. Cause it, everyone else puts it on a pedestal. They make it like a big deal. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to what's been happening. What's been happening in the pop culture. In the pop culture. Okay. Well, let's talk about the, the scandal, the college scandal. Yeah. So okay. ridiculous. It's, it's actually insane because everyone knows this goes on. Well, no, it here's okay. We actually did a whole like conversation yeah. about this on the Betches Up podcast. Yeah, because it is somewhat political um, explaining sort of like why what makes this like different why? from donating yeah. to like just donating to a school. No, I and mean, that's what that's what makes this like so ridiculous is that like if you just donate a lot of money. I don't to mean a school, the school. This has been going on like the bribery? kids in our school. Remember, like there's kids who are taking the SAT scandals. Yeah. And like peep kids peep. Yeah. But I think what parents have been paying people yes. to, to send their kids to school for a very long time under it, no, it is no revelation right. that rich white parents pay a lot to get their kids into school in Ungrateful both legitimate children in both legitimate and non-legitimate ways. Like if you just pay a lot of money for a tutor and yeah. your scores improve, like, OK, like that's not cheating. It's just no. an advantage. But uh-huh. I think what makes this so. In, so enticing is because first of all, there are celebrities, celebrities involved. So when you have celebrities yes. involved, anything becomes more. Exciting. I think it would not have made and the, the news. second thing is that like the kids that they were paying, the the ways that they were that they were trying to get the kids into college, like photoshopping kids who have never played a sport onto athletes' heads, like that's just absurd. <laughs> like that's literally absurd. It's yeah. not like you're like bad at tennis and you're getting onto the tennis team. Yeah, being bad. Like it's like there was a lot of you've fra- never played fraudulent, the sport. fraudulent, right. like fake yeah. scores. Like having someone take the score, take the test for them. But I think what's most like that that it causes the most emotion in this scandal is the fact that like none of these fucking kids want to be there want to be in college they don't need to go to college they literally don't need it and that's why it's frustrating because they're taking spots of people who actually would use this for their education like the olivia jade even her apology did you watch her apology no i didn't so olivia jade is aunt becky's daughter they're getting the most flack flack is the word yeah because they don't need to be there because she has said like i don't even like go to school for like the classes i actually hate it like that's what she she's said. like it's really hard to care about what you're learning because it's really hard to do well in school when you don't even care about what you're learning and she said like no i'm she, not even gonna go to school i'm just gonna go to games and parties yeah no that's not even so in her apology she's like i didn't realize that i was offending people and she also was just like i was just really am concentrating on my youtube success <laughs> right and i just you can't like you yeah, can't take it you seriously. don't realize like, the fact that she said i didn't realize i was offending people that's exactly why people 
people are mad. So, so you're saying like this she doesn't obviously thing. does not belong at USC. Like right, she's obviously very. She's look. I don't think that someone who doesn't want to get an education should be in college taking the spot of people who are really hardworking and need this education to change their earning potential. Like her earning right. potential is the same whether she goes to Harvard and is a Rhodes Scholar or if she is just herself and never goes to school. Like well, yeah. she has the same potential to earn money. Whereas going to USC for someone who is not wealthy, doesn't have well-connected parents. And it's just kind of like a hardworking person. Did you see David Foster's text to Erin yes, Foster? Yes, that was so funny. There was like, if only you had wanted to go to college, I would be in jail right now. Thank yeah, God. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like Erin Foster and Sarah Foster, like they didn't kid anyone. Like they didn't go to college. Yeah. Like they just didn't, they were not going to like make take someone's spot for something they don't even want to do and don't appreciate like it's just like this this girl like just tell your parents you don't want to go like the other thing that i found more scandalous about this as opposed to you know this underground this knowledge of this that this underground activity does exist was that it was like a very well organized ring yeah like this guy there was like an organization and the people who were in it were planted in like the admi- in the Texas and in no, other no, cities in, where people could take tests, but like SATs. in the in like the right the board cha- the chair of like the SATs or the ACTs, I forgot which one or something like that. Like no, they were the proctors. Like he would send kids to to other local states no, to but take the SATs in places where they knew that the proctor, which they he had a proctor who would change their answers, or they had people where the proctors were like bought, and therefore they could have like an older guy taking the test. For yeah, but them. then there were also like, but the the people who let it slide were the ones also the I, athletic like, coaches. No, people who are like literally working for like the ACT and SAT. Like, the, are you sure yes. that wasn't just the proctors? No, yes, they, they were like. If you read the all of the people that were involved in this ring, it's mm-hmm. wild. Like they span like, like it's it's almost like they were planted. Yeah, which they, were, they were and bribed also to get kickbacks off of how much money the people were spending, and but they were placed in really high positions, not just at the schools, but at like the administ the administrative, like. No, they like, weren't at the. There's no one at a school no. other than the athletic coaches who's been. I mean, at, liable. Like, the, like the company that delivers the ACT, the College Board or College uh, Board. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah, they, I mean, they work th- at the high, high up in that. Yeah, look, there's which people who are so corrupt everywhere, which makes me feel like college in itself is such a corrupt institution. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's what? so crazy. Okay, it is a corrupt. There's so much corruption in our society. It just makes me so upset. And like, you just don't want to fire me up on this right now. Okay. But so then why don't we move on to the poosh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, poosh it, poosh it real good. So Kourtney Kardashian is launching some mysterious, um, lifestyle brand unclear her her tagline is like create curate what is she creating first of all create you know Kourtney Kardashian went to college she's the only Kardashian who did where's she going Deanna ASU I think Arizona yeah um yeah it was like create curate educate fucking illustrate I don't even know it was so funny because it's just on our website about what the fuck is everyone should go check it out right now just google betches poosh and (laughs) It's just so funny to me because it's like there are these like these these buzzwords on top of a picture of her just naked. Yeah. All of the posts. There was just this last post that went up like of her in a bathtub where her face is just clearly Clearly photoshopped photoshopped. on her her body. Or on someone else's body. I think her body's really good and I think it probably was her body. But it was just she couldn't take a good photo where her head was. 
out of the water. 90 degrees turn, obviously, because no one can do that and float completely in a bathtub. Right. But, like, they needed the shot. So instead, she was probably, like, drowning in real life. Like, am I turning? And instead, they, like, photoshopped her looking, like, completely still. Like, no. Yeah, no. That never and happened. It was a very bad photoshop. I mean, there was also that picture, like, a week or two ago of her sitting um, on her yeah, the, the, counter yeah, yeah, naked yeah. with the laptop, which was actually a Sex in the City ad, like, in the 90s. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a there's an ad. That's funny. That. Yeah. Well, I th- to me, it seems like it's a... A like a a reaction to goop, sort of just like another. It's like a Kardashian goop. Because <laughs> they couldn't have come up with a better name that sounds less like goop. Well, Poosh is like the nickname for Penelope, and their hashtag just wait for it is Poosh the boundary. <laughs> How Poosh am I right now? That literally you, sounds like a fucking spoof. It is. It a does. Spoosh. It sounds like a splooge. Remember that conversation? Yeah. Um, it sounds. It sounds like a. A satire on itself like it yeah, sounds it like it's just completely making fun of itself like push the boundaries can you just imagine her like in meetings talking about with her That's flat exact- ass voice like, like well i think that like we want it to be a little you know we need to add a little bit more white and neutral tones to the branding <laughs> i know i think like okay so this doesn't really the remind word- me of of penelope push is like the nickname and it also kind of sounds like posh which means cool so like Push. Push. <laughs> you guys like it? Push. Everyone nods in agreement. And then they're like, okay, let's do a naked photo shoot. <laughs> so it's like goop, but with a different name. But we don't want people to confuse it. So I mean, if there's any on any of the Kardashians who are like. I love Kourtney Kardashian. Yeah. This is not like me hating on her. It's just like. No, it's just guys, so. Like, here's the thing. You're just so because pushy you are right alive, now. Just because you are alive doesn't you're, mean that you need to continue making bullshit businesses to earn yeah. money. Like you have enough money. Just just. Just go be a mom. You want to do that anyway. You're a pusher, Caddy. Just because, <laughs> just because Kim said that you don't have any business, any real businesses, doesn't mean you have to make a fake business the just to show Kim. Exciting to look at. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're look like just go be in private. She's the least exciting. I don't even think she's the least exciting. I think she's. I I like her the most. I like her. T- I like Chloe's personality the most. I like Courtney. I just I like. Oh, they're fine. Like I'm honestly. Just I like over Kim the least personally. I'm I like Kim and Kendall. Oh. I kind of hate them all. I just hate them all. I actually um, don't mind Jordan Courtney Woods and Chloe, is though. back on Instagram posting swimsuit ads for um, some company called Indie Swim. Hashtag sponsored. I think that she needs. She realized she needs to make rent this month, <laughs> as opposed to all of she's other months. I think I don't think she's paying rent still. Well, she that is the first she broke her silence with an ad. As, that's what I'm as saying. As one does, Selena Gomez, I think once did that. I mean, it is a great way to break the ice, but like it is because it's not like it like, seems it's it's like, oh, I had to do this, you know, for my job, <laughs> my job. Quote unquote. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really don't. I like that scandal, like pushed, you know, so pushed hard. It really pushed us all like it really. I felt so pushed from it, but like it was so pushy. Um, but I almost I don't, know don't what you're saying. know that's exactly the point. But like. Now, I don't give a fuck what happens. Me either. I think it that she'll be back in the she'll be back in the ring. They'll reconcile. We'll see. I don't know. We'll find out something. This isn't the end of the story. You think they're just going to let it go? 
Yeah, no. Okay, one more Let thing. it lie. Have you watched the documentary on Netflix about the disappearance of Madeline McCann? No, but I saw it on the Not Another True Crime podcast Instagram account. And oh, everybody should listen. Is it like a Jean Benet thing? I hear there's two options. Yeah. It was either a pedophile ring, like sold into sex slavery, yeah. or her parents accidentally killed her. Yeah. Which well, sounds like... I The thing great, to me you know? is what I, I could not... I was trying to watch it this weekend... But half of it's in Portuguese, and so I keep losing it because she was she just dis- was disappeared in when they were like in 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 um, Portugal. They were, no, they were in like Lagos. I mean, Lagos? they weren't in Lagos, but they were in um, the Algarves, which yeah. is down there. Which is uh, yeah. Lagos is one of them. Yeah. So it was she, called. Yeah, she, she disappeared in Portugal. Yeah, but they're from the UK. They're not Americans. Oh, so I have to check it out. Okay. Um, not really though, because. At the end, they start the documentaries like if anybody has any info about her, where she is, so you know they never find her or answer anything. Well, you could easily Google that. I know, yeah, but, but even if they don't find her, like they, they go never through the details, and then the three episodes later, they discredit everything they went through. I'm like, why am I watching this? It annoyed me honestly. It's the same as watching like a Lauren Spear documentary. Like you just don't know the answer, but it doesn't mean it's like you don't want to hear right. the facts. They go through everything that's possible, but I don't know. I just got kind of like bored with it because, okay. I have you feel a, like you're getting desensitized to these yeah, things. Absolutely. I because honestly they're I'm flooding not, my brain. I'm not desensitized and that's because I d- I have a hard time watching them. Like I didn't really finish R. Kelly or Michael Jackson. I didn't finish R. Like, Kelly. But Michael yeah. Jackson was two two parts. I could right. if this was two parts, I would have uh, we talked about this I think in another episode. I think me and Jordana talked about this about like there is too much content and they're dragging it out. Yeah. Whereas yeah. there's some shows or documentaries not long enough like the one about um about which which one was it the crazy fucking one about the guy who was the pedophile and he i just watched it and he um he like brainwashed this girl and the parents learning her sleep in the bed oh Uh-oh. my god what was it i don't know ah abducted in plain sight yes that's oh, it yeah and yeah that one like that one was too I short. I didn't watch that one either. That one was like two minutes in. You're like, what in God's fuck? Like, what the, the fuck par- is going like, on? The parents are like down for the abduction, kind of. It's not yeah. an abduction. They're down for like the pedophile, the ab- the abuse. Do you think they're ignorant, or are they? No, the mom was having also an affair with the guy who she was letting go upstairs and sleep with the kid. Just that's what I'm saying. Not well, enough episodes. You see, you see, like you see. First of all, you've seen that plot in like in. Like movies. Michael Jackson, everything. But you've seen it in movies like like where like a, a mom will remarry some guy and he'll be sexually abusive to her kids. That's like that happens. Yeah, but she was sexually abusive. She was letting the person right. sleep in the right. That happened. Bed. That's just so gross. And then going on an affair, having an affair with him after on her husband. The husband also hooked oh, up with married. the guy. <laughs> what? That's what I'm saying. This is five minutes into the episode, and you're just like. I need more episodes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm watching the disappearance of Madeline McCann. I'm like, you could have just done, like, done this in two episodes. You know, right. I that's hear what you. I mean. I, c- I can't pay attention for this long. I just can't. I can't either. There's anyway, too much content. If anybody else agrees with me, please DM us or email us slapdebatches.com and let us know. Okay, let's take a break and then we'll do some emails. 
This episode has been brought to you by Third Love, our favorite bra company. Yeah, so Third, if you guys haven't heard of Third Love, it's a really amazing bra company that not doesn't have just the standard sizes. It has 70 sizes, including their signature half cup sizes. And if you have no idea what size is for you, don't worry because they have a quiz. So they have a, a Fit Finder quiz. Over 12 million people have taken, women have taken this quiz. It's a fun already and easy today. quiz. It's so fun. I mean, we personally take it. It's so. I mean, I didn't get into Omni, but I did get 100 on the Fit Finder quiz. Exactly. And you don't get 100. What you get is your shape and your size. So it's not only just you're not just like boil down just like a number. You have various different sizes that could be good for you. And if you don't love it, if you're like, actually, I think that maybe I was didn't answer this truthfully in my quiz, you have 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it. But Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need, which I find is the best thing that they offer. And it makes me feel so happy. Bras should be free for all women. It's not really fair that we have to wear them. Or we should be... Using our third love discount. Exactly. Which is 15% off today if you use our promo code BETCH. So third love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone. Right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash BETCH now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash BETCH for 15% off today. Dear BETCHES, I just have a lot of feelings. Okay, we're back. So let's do Dear Betch emails. Okay, I'll do this first one. Okay, get it, girls. Hi, Betches. I love all the podcasts and have been following you way back since I used Betches Love This College to get the inside scoop on my school as a freshman. Oh, shit. I'm having a work dilemma. I'm hoping you can help me with. I See, look, she started started from the bottom. Now she has a work dilemma. I know. It's actually so funny. We used to do Betches Love This College, which we're going to actually have some more college content coming soon. Yay. Um, that we would do, but we would do these things, these like pieces on every college and yeah. like w- if it was good or bad and rated them and people use them yeah. to determine whether or not they should go to a school. I mean, they were highly accurate. Uh, obviously. Okay. So she says, I've been working at a small nonprofit for a year now. When I was hired, there wasn't any full-time staff, so it was a really steep learning curve and I was working directly with the nonprofit's board, which was a lot of pressure. About six months in, they finally hired someone for the manager role. My, t- my title is program coordinator, so we're fully staffed. I'm no longer working with the board and I also have clear direction on my day-to-day tasks. The problem is I can't stand my manager's personality. Our working styles are different and I don't like the way he manages me. The job also requires a lot of interacting with volunteers in a group setting and I don't like his personality in a group. If we didn't work together, I wouldn't choose to spend time with him. I really enjoy most of my work. I have a lot of solo projects and work with volunteers one-on-one on other projects, but most of the year it's just myself and my manager in the office. Leaving the job now isn't really an option. I'm very passionate about the nonprofit itself and our programs, and I ha- also have an end date already. My boyfriend is a year away from finishing medical school, so we'll be moving to wherever he gets ma- matched for residency in summer 2020. How do I make my day-to-day more bearable? How do you maintain a work relationship with someone you don't personally like? And how do you survive in small offices slash businesses where you don't have other avenues or options? Thanks. Small office, big problems, bet. Yeah. Um, Good sign-off. Yeah, I think in this scenario... It's like one of those things where this is one of those answers where it's like in life, you just kind of have shitty things happen or shitty situations and it becomes more about how you're managing it than fixing the actual problem because the problem just, it's not fixable really. I also like, 
he's not is he doing anything that is abusive in in emotionally or the way that he manages you is it inappropriate if the answer to that you feel might be yes you're just not sure I would speak to someone in HR you know or I would just talk to someone about that but if his management style like if he's micromanaging you or doing something that you don't agree with I would honestly do your best to make sure that your work shines and get the most fulfilling experience at this company especially because you're leaving so I I really again sacrifices have to be made sometimes so that you can do you can pursue your goals it's a good thing you have an end date so you're working towards something (laughs) and I, I, I wouldn't make him it, as long again as he's not doing anything that's like malicious or like makes you feel really uncomfortable. If he's not doing any of those things, it just sucks because work is unfortunately right. like that. Also, I think that this is like maybe don't look at it as like dealing with him, but look at it maybe as like training yourself how to deal with people who you don't like because you're yeah. going to encounter people who you like really just can't avoid in situations that you can't get away from them and you're not going to like them and it's going to be difficult yeah so maybe thinking about it as like a training for how to like train your brain to like shut those negative feelings out about someone or not let them overtake yeah your mind another option is to feel is to look inward and think about what what kind of management style do you best work with? So then maybe you can communicate with him in an effective manner, like not like you do this and you do that, but maybe say, I think that I would be better at my job if we had this type of relationship. If you, we checked in at the end of the week instead of every single day. I don't really know what he does, but um, like maybe if you sort of were proactive about the way in which you can make the scenario better, again, don't, don't use words that feel like they all attack him because again, we're always, you know, making sure we tiptoe around men's feelings. So, <laughs> so I would just, but again, at the end of the day, you have to make your days go by in a positive way. And I think that could be another option. Yes. If you want to be proactive about it. Yes. Um, Let's okay. take a quick break and then do another email. Okay. Really quick. As many of you might already know, Aileen and I are huge fans of therapy. Big therapy. Love the therapy. But as you all know, therapy can be expensive. It can be hard to schedule. If you if you work nine to five, it's hard to get one of those, you know, light, night or early morning slots. And it's also like an emotional experience. You have to be physically like and mentally, emotionally ready to speak to someone. And it's sometimes like a little bit daunting. Absolutely. So we want to talk to you guys about an option that can really help you if maybe you're not looking to take that plunge into going into in-person sessions. It's called BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a service that helps you connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment, making it super convenient. You can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. They have BetterHelp has therapists who are specialized in all sorts of issues that all of us deal with and just struggle with, whether it's depression, stress, anxiety, relationship issues, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem, which I have like all these problems, not all of them, but many. And also (laughs) just a reminder, you don't need to have like severe trauma or severe depression to have to to want to seek therapy. It just, we always say that it's always better to, improve yourself or just be on a journey of improvement and 
And therapy can really get you there. And if you don't want to commit to having like a therapist that you go see in person, this is an amazing option for you because everything you share is confidential and you can try a different therapist. If you don't like the one that that is assigned to you or you choose, then you can seek someone else. And they have so many different therapists. There's 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. It's available worldwide and you can talk to them text you can chat on the phone you can video chat and you can set it up in under like a whole 24 hours it's honestly amazing one of the things i think is really also great about it other than the fact that it's like both secure convenient and convenient is that it is affordable and even if you can't necessarily even afford to add anything to your expensive they do have financial aid available for those who qualify so i think it's definitely worth exploring if this is something that you're interested definitely definitely explore it at least go look it up so and the best of all it we're off betch slapped listeners are getting 10 percent off of their first month with discount code slapped so why not just try it? Go today. Go to betterhelp.com slash slapped. All you do is you simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll absolutely love. That's betterhelp.com slash slapped. We're back. Okay, I'll, I'll read this one. Dear Betches, my September wedding is quickly approaching and while planning has been super easy and stress-free, said no one ever, but she didn't say that I said that, shit has finally hit the fan. I've always been adamant about not wanting kids at my wedding, even more now. so now that so many of my friends have kids. Our head count, which is already close to 200, would go up by 30 plus if we let all of our guests bring kids. Oh my God. Most of whom are under the age of five most of whom are under the age of five. It's not my fault that I've waited until I'm 30 to get married while they all got married at 24 before any of us even had kids. My heart literally starts racing at the thought of walking down the aisle with kids crying in the background. I would die, she says. Well, I think most of our friends are okay with our choice to not have kids at the wedding and are actually looking forward to a night off. My sister-in-law and mother of my two nieces completely lost her shit. Two weeks ago, I called my brother to film him, fill him in on our choice and he was pretty understanding and respectful. He even mentioned they recently gone to a wedding where children were not invited. I explained that we wanted them to be able to enjoy a night with all of our friends and family without having to worry about fussy kids or early bedtime. Fast forward to Sunday morning when I woke up to a scathing email from my sister-in-law pretty much telling me I'm a bitch for not wanting to have my nieces at my wedding. According to her, even princess princesses in Europe have kids at their wedding. The fuck? Did I mention she put my mom on copy on the email? Needless to say, we're on the brink of World War III in the fam. I've never been close to my sister-in-law, so at this so at this point, I really don't even care if she shows up. My nieces are two and four, and not the most well-behaved little humans, so it's not it's not like they'll even remember the night. Am I being cra the crazy one here, asking my brother to leave the kids at home? Is there anything I can do to mend fences? at least for the sake of my parents, until the wedding is over? Or should I just say, screw all the deposits and elope? I feel like I shouldn't have to be the one to cave and give in to my crazy sister-in-law's demands, inviting her two kids to the wedding and reception. After all, it's my wedding. But I also don't want to create a decade-long rift within the family. Help, engaged batch. Okay, if I were her, I agree with her, like, no kids. You do? Oh, yeah. Okay. I agree with not having your friends kids. I don't agree with not having your family. Okay. Like I they can go down the aisle and they can they can be in the aisle, but absolutely the kids should go get their sitter and be taken to a 
a home or hotel or something because it's a completely different vibe. Trust me. You go to a wedding and like everybody's like having their nice meal and these fucking children, no offense to everyone, I love kids, are like screaming in the middle of the dance floor, not being cute, no offense to the kids again. But like it's not, it's a different vibe and it's not that fun and it makes people not want to dance. It makes people like uncomfortable. I'm going to have a lot of kids in my wedding. I'm going to have eight little children there avi has eight nieces he has okay. three sisters two of them have two kids one of them has four kids but also your wedding is more casual right there's also a house that they could like go in and like get a sitter yeah. get two sitters ha- have they could just go in the house and do their own thing like and their parents can take care of them whatever i'm not worrying about them right now i'm just saying like i look i get why even I get why you don't want kids there. And I also get why your sister-in-law is really offended by that. I, because I get that the too. way she sees that it, this is that like, you don't give a shit about your family. That's what, that's what she's seeing because the relationship with your family yeah. is like the, that you're marrying into and you're like is important. marrying together is like a little bit more important than like not having kids at your wedding. Like I think that, this is going to, I agree that you shouldn't have to cave. I don't think you should screw all the deposits and elope because kidding. that's like cutting your nose by your face. Kidding. Okay. I mean, she, she, she presented it as an option. I think it was a joke. I just think that you're, you're going to have a, if you say you cannot bring your kids to any part of this wedding, you're going to have a really, really, really bad relationship with your in-laws. And like, I just don't think that that is worth it. And no, I, I would maybe figure out some sort of compromise. Right. Like maybe there's a babysitter at the wedding who's responsible for her like right. her children like specifically and like if they're crying she has to take them out of the room right. like you need like, a handler yeah right. <laughs> you need more of a handler than I, I do not think that you should uninvite your nieces like these are your nieces even right. though like, you like to they're gonna call you aunt something right like aunt engage bitch <laughs> I agree they sh- and you should say that I want them part of the ceremony which is the most like well I think she doesn't part I, I'm gonna hear that oh but God, I'm so excited to have all these little like kids like they're, so, they're, they're the ours. best part of the ceremony TBH people, people like that Love and that. the dogs but they're gonna walk the dogs yeah but yeah the but the reception part if it is formal it's right. I find that it's inappropriate to have children when it's formal mm-hmm. because they like are running around people are wasted and right. it's like people are stomping everywhere and uh, it gets also like it's late they should they're gonna late. have to go to bed anyway exactly so uh, right compromise is always key especially with family especially with sensitivities and your family yeah so compromise but don't be a bitch about it right like this here's like you have to deal with these people you say i don't want to create a decade-long rift well it could be longer if yeah. If like, cause look, like this is just this problem. Like this is just this. Right. Like what if, what if this kind of thing happens again and like it continues to sour? And what if when you have a like child, the the mom is gonna remember this and she's gonna be like, well, I'm not gonna do you this favor. Right. I I think that I think compromise. You really have to find a way to. I understand not having your friends' kids. Like of course not. No. No. <laughs> God forbid. No. But your own family members. Yeah. Like these are gonna be your nieces right. and nephews. Right. So like you have to like have them around like it just kind of offended because it's your family you don't want your own nieces here right and totally understandable like i'm definitely gonna have my niece yeah soon to be in law my in-law niece if i had an if i had an in-law a a sibling-in-law and they said you can't bring your kid to our wedding i would be offended and i don't even i'm not going to and i don't like having kids around like i think kids are very annoying yeah like don't even know if i'm gonna have them (laughs) but like but 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 i still would never not like Right. I would never say 
you can't bring your kids who are our nieces and well, nephews. Well, you can't say you can't bring them, but you would say, let's talk about it because I want to make sure you're happy and I want them involved. They should hire a babysitter, clearly. Yes. Okay. It's a sp- You're spending a shit ton of money on your wedding. You're having 200 people there. We know you're spending a lot of money. So spend one yeah. more plate on a babysitter and make a compromise and then say like this way you got to have fun i can help you coordinate like a hotel for the babies yeah. to go to sleep and if they're being annoying that the babysitter's job is like the first shriek of oh i can hear it now <laughs> so awful the first shriek you hear they're both just gone like they don't need to be at the whole party the point yeah. is like they're there for to, for the some ceremony. of it yeah i agree i agree well if anybody has any and more her, wedding her sister-in-law happens to be right that royals in europe do have kids like you see they're all the little gaggle of yeah, they're probably all things. They probably sedate them. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> well, if anybody has any more like bridal related questions, email us brides at betches.com. It's our new email for said betches brides new content vertical. Highly yeah. so much content. So email we us. We answer the hard questions like this. Yeah, we do. Brides at betches.com. But also you can email slapped at betches.com. We'll just forward it to the other email. All right, let's take a really quick break and then we'll be back with some really fun ass games. Okay, so Sammy, have you heard of Hourglass Cosmetics? Yes, I believe we once went to Sephora and discovered them together several years ago. You are right, because, and I still use those products. I yeah, they I, I love that primer. But now they came out with a new amazing mascara. It's called Caution Extreme Lash Mascara, and it is incredible, groundbreaking and I'm Mascara personally obsessed for lashes? with it. Yes. I'm obsessed with it because it doesn't smudge. That's the most important thing. Sometimes I avoid wearing mascara because by I the end of the day, know. I look like a Same. Something. I look crazy. I look like a bat. I look like a... No, but not... I look like Bruce. Not. He has like some things around his eyes. <laughs> oh. Well, not with Hourglass's Caution Extreme Lash Mascara because it doesn't smudge and it doesn't flake even after wearing it all day and it is completely vegan. Ooh. So... It, it offers like your length, which is really important for whatever you want to look like and intense volume and lift. And I just I love the wand because it gets to like the little areas where you can't the wand get is very so important, important in a mascara product get, being because when you go in near the nose, you really don't want something that's going to be thick. Right. You need something like agreed. Yeah. So I think this one was one of the best that I've tried. Honestly, when I got it, it was like it definitely made them feel like long and and like it just didn't like, clump no didn't cl- well clumping also has to do with how you apply it but no this one didn't clump and honestly it's a game changer um highly recommend it's a vegan cruelty free um and the packaging is really cute yes so discover hourglass like we did and experience unparalleled next generation performance by visiting hourglasscosmetics.com slash slapped and use promo code slapped to get free shipping with your purchase of a full-sized caution mascara that's hourglasscosmetics.com slash slapped promo code slapped we're back and we're back and i'm sorry for yelling earlier um (laughs) okay so this game is based on the fact that Cosmo just introduced their 2019 Sexcellence Awards and they announced their categories. Okay, they're five, right? They're five categories. We have a a list that We've been our given producer a list. gave us and we have to guess which five are real out of these. There, there's there's a list of 10 categories here that we have in front of us. We have to guess which five are right when they have the answers will be revealed to us. They're After on a card we go. Face okay. down right now. Let's do let you wanna let me read all of them and then we'll go through one by one. Okay. Okay. So the categories are 
or the potential categories. Toys, quietest toys, travel size toys, sexessories, that's so Cosmo, right and tight, services, influencers, innovators, and sexperts. Oh my God, I can see all of these being categories. I think it is. Okay, wait. Uh, which one? Okay. Okay. Toys, maybe, but I kind of think that it's travel size toys. I think so too. Because well, it seems. They're giving out awards. So why would they only give away rewards for travel size toys and not real toys? I, right, there is that. Okay, let's try toys. I think toys. I think I think innovators. Yeah, I Sexessories think, is such yeah. a cosmo Because it's called the Sexlance Award. They yeah, definitely. Sexessories for yeah. sure. I think influencers. Sexperts. Sex yeah. Definitely sex so birds. cosmo. Innovators. Innovators. One, two, three, four. And I think influencers. And influencers. Okay. So that leaves the wrong ones our, our, that we think are services right and tight. I don't even know what that means. Um, Either. Although now that makes me think that it's like a category because I, you think Dylan came up with that as an option. What does right and tight mean? Like what can make your vagina tight? I don't know. But what? why right? Correct and tight? I don't know. <laughs> and quietest toys? I don't know. We're going to see the answers okay, in a second. Okay, the answers. Are, Sammy, reveal the answers. Okay. These are the ones. Okay. The categories are, one, toys. Yes, we got that one. Ding, 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 ding. Two, quietest toys. That's another one? Yeah. Okay. Right? Another one. Three, ding, ding, ding. Three, sexessories. Okay, we got that one right. No, wait. Quietest toys we did not get right, so. Wrong. Okay. Sexessories. <laughs> right. Right. Services. We didn't guess uh, that. We didn't get services. Okay. Sex services? Like what? I don't know. Like. Like. Prostitutes. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Prostitutes. Ask Cosmo. Cosmitutes. Okay. Uh, five, innovators. So no influencers. So no influencers. No, no experts. Sex but successories is one of them, Def. Yeah. So we knew. That was so on brand yeah. for Cosmo. Yeah. Um, I'm interested that sexperts doesn't get or an influencer. I'm interested that Dylan came up with right and tight by <laughs> himself. I'm, I'm actually not. I'm not surprised. That's, He's creative. Yeah. Um, okay. So who are we batch slapping this week? Oh, I have a question. Just to quickly go back to the, um, I, or a thought rather, to go back to the college admission scandal. Do you notice how? Felicity Huffman is the one who's being sort of under Not fire. William H. Macy. Not William H. Macy, who is the more um, famous celebrity right. of the duo. Interesting, yes? The more talented celebrity. And more duo. famous. He's yeah. on, he's been on Shameless for 50 years. That's true. Yeah, and I don't know what that's about. many, many good movies. Felicity is known for like maybe what Desperate Housewives and like that lot of other movies. Maybe he wasn't really involved. Like it's possible that he just like was checked out of this whole thing. Don't think so. Why? She has her own money. She has money. Yeah, but it's their daughter, is it not? Yeah, but she could have been the one doing it, and he could have just been like totally checked out. Like I think about like the involvement of my father in my in my SAT tutoring. Like my mom arranged the whole thing. But Lori, La Aunt Becky, her husband's going to jail. Yes. Yes, Massimo. not her. No, both. I think both, but they both were involved. Do you think jail is an appropriate sentence? Like. Well, I mean, black people go into jail for having a gram of marijuana, so. I think that the reason why, like, my friend texted me about this, and she's like, but jail, really? I was like, they have to what send else? a message. You yeah. have to send a message. Why, why, shouldn't, why shouldn't someone go to jail just because just they're a white celebrity if they commit a crime? Like, there's a, ma this is, I think, part of what makes people so mad. Because it's white-collar crime. Why is white-collar crime better than any other crime? I'm not saying better. No, I know. That's what I'm saying is, like, why do people think that, like, people who commit white-collar crimes shouldn't go to jail, like, just because they're white and wealthy and famous? Because like, I think what they're doing seems kind of normal. 
Well, it you shouldn't. know what I mean. So that, so my answer to that is that the message needs to be sent so it doesn't continue. I agree. These people should go to jail. This is why should they not go to jail? It's like it's like insane, why, why but, is jail a punishment for minorities and it's not for white people? That the these these celebs are just like yeah, we're just gonna pay you pay five hundred thousand for you to get into the college that you're gonna part. hate and not and only camera and YouTube success and you're gonna make the college worse off. Because you're there, and, and you're lowering the like now general their student parents body. Have to go to jail, and they're not. The kids aren't even apologetic for it. Listen, they're gonna go to like a nice little jail where they play tennis. Like what's his name on um, Wolf of Wall Billions? Street? Billions. Oh, Jordan. Yeah, Belfort. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. It's, it's uh, this so, makes me that knowing that makes me even more angry because it's really unfair. Like, what did these like? Why do these people deserve to be like spared in any way for something that they did, which was so wrong and pointless and it's unfair so, to people? It's so you're, pointless. Like, like, you're not like I think what people aren't seeing is that like every time an Olivia Jade or someone like her takes a spot at a college, that is another person in society, yeah, where, wherever group they're from, who couldn't do that, and that person probably was just under the cusp of getting admitted to USC or or Stanford or wherever. And it's like, why shouldn't that person have the advantage of having a USC education when they really worked for it and they probably studied really hard. Whatever grade they got was probably it less. Makes, it makes me think of all the people in our high school. There's a lot of people who like were really smart, hard workers. Maybe they weren't the most popular kids in school. Maybe their parents didn't have the most money, but the kids who, maybe it was in our high school is mostly the town over, but the kids who got into the colleges were the ones who paid people to take the SATs and like I know but a lot of kids who went to like I don't want to call out the schools um but they got in aren't doing anything with their lives and aren't doing anything spectacular yeah. and those kids who just because they they weren't like the richest white kids in in our school district didn't have the chance of getting in and now because that that sh- that scandal was busted um, this is like the Long Island, the schools like Great Negroslin, yeah. all of them, Manhasset, because that was busted. Now, no one, Cornell isn't accepting kids from the area, which is so not fair. No, actually, no Ivy Leagues are accepting, were accepting schools from that area, which is so unfair to, to those kids. And it sucks because those, to all the ones because after. Most of the most of those people. Their parents moved to Roslyn or Jericho or, or wherever we're from because the public schools are so good. And yeah. they chose that. They made that decision long before some small group of people was involved yeah. in this cheating scandal. And yet they their investment, their decision to pay really high property taxes to go to a really good public school was completely it's, just it's made so for anno- no reason. It's so annoying to me because it's like a life lesson to, to take the SATs and do poorly. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like do and then see the consequences of that. Yeah. Like the fact that that's erased from your childhood like learning experience is so detrimental to your future and like is the problem of all of the children. <laughs> I remember, okay, when when we were in elementary school, there was this program called Omni, which mm-hmm. was like the gifted program. Yeah, I didn't get in. And I, I didn't get in, I rem- but I remember my score was like one point below the mm-hmm. score you needed to get in. And I remember like I my mom had friends who their daughters were also, or their kids were also like one point below the score, but they like called the school and like yeah. begged to get their kids in and like, we're like, oh, my daughter has to be in this. We I have to, like, yeah. we have to be part of this program. Like, it's not fair. 
And I remember being to my mom, like, well, if your friends are calling, why can't you call? Like, why don't you just get me in like them? And she was like, I refuse to do that for you. You either got in or you didn't. And I'm not like putting myself, I'm not putting myself out there to be one of those mothers who begs for their kid to get into the program that they shouldn't be in. Also like, shut up, Sammy. Life's unfair. Like that's not unfair. I didn't have the score. No, but that's what I'm saying. Life yeah. is unfair. And it's unfair that those kids got in right. and you didn't. But that's a lesson that you learned that like not you can't get everything. Yeah, you can't get it. If you don't if you don't get everything, you don't get it. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, if you don't yeah. have the score, if you don't hit the goal, if you don't, whatever it is. And like, yeah. I honestly believe that, like, look, I'm not totally unentitled in general. But like, I do think that like having a mom who wouldn't do that kind of thing it was is a good thing yeah. like i think it's a good lesson because it taught me like okay if you don't get the score then you don't get in like that's just how it is like no strings will be pulled yeah it's your work. right like i yeah. should and, and not even that no strings will be pulled because like i'm not disadvantaged in life but like the, but just the fact that like not every like you're not going to be able to get what you're not like just if you don't achieve something you're not just going to be able to call and get it because you're sammy fishbein and, and you should like mm-hmm. like just if you don't get something you don't deserve it. Like you can't get like you can't get everything if you don't deserve it. Yeah. Agreed. And that, I think that's a good lesson. And I think that that is the lesson that's totally missing here. And like it's just pathetic because like Lori Lachlan could have just paid for a fucking library at that price. Yeah. Like and her daughter probably would have gotten in. So yeah. The Aunt Becky library. But they needed to. <laughs> <laughs> but they needed to confirm they needed to confirm that she would get in. So instead of just playing yeah. roulette with it, they bribed the guy. So yeah. So I guess we can batch slap the entire. Every I'm batch slapping the parents involved in this scandal. Yeah. And Olivia Jade because like. I'm batch slapping Olivia Jade. Honestly, she annoys yeah. me. Olivia Jade, like get, get fucking with it. Like understand how things are going now. Like I don't you're not going to fly th- I anymore. I don't think it's her fault. I don't think it's her fault either. Like she was raised this way. Raise this way. All right. Thanks, everyone, for an amazing episode. Email us, slapped at Betches.com. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell all of your friends about Betch Slapped. We have, again, we keep saying a lot of amazing things coming f- planned for Betch Slapped as a podcast. Um, and also, don't forget about Betches Brides. This is going to be huge. <laughs> so, Betches Brides at Betches We're Brides. We're very, very small and child very bride-like. Small, yep. <laughs> Email <laughs> brides at Betches.com. And we love you all. If you have anything more to add, any more bridal questions, bridal questions, grievances about the college admission scandal. If you have an alternate opinion, DM us at Sammy and at Aileen. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Betches.